From the Financial Times in London, I'm Ravi Mathu, and this is FT News. Elon Musk this week took a step at piecing together his different businesses, using stock in his electric car company Tesla to make a $3 billion offer for SolarCity, his solar power company. Joining me to discuss what's going on are Richard Waters, the FT's West Coast Managing Editor in San Francisco, and in New York, Ed Crooks, our U.S. Industry and Energy Editor. So, Richard, bring us up to speed. Exactly what is Elon Musk trying to do? Well, his idea here is hugely ambitious. He's talking about effectively building the first real sustainable energy conglomerate. And it would be a conglomerate. It would go all the way from producing power in a sustainable way through solar panels to storing power to using power to create a transport company, his electric car business. So it would be a kind of end-to-end sustainable energy business that would span a huge part of what could one day be you know, the alternative energy economy. And quite honestly, Wall Street doesn't really believe it. Yeah, tell us about the Wall Street reaction, because he has a tradition in the past of asking investors for further investment in order to fund some of his ambitions. But in this case, there seems to be a bit of uncertainty. Yeah, one of Elon Musk's main weapons, I think, is his ability to raise money. You know, that sounds a bit ironic, but actually it's a very powerful thing. If you have investors who believe very strongly in what you're doing, and Musk you know, has a lot of credibility, then you can raise capital very cheaply. Tesla's been doing that. It's been raising a lot of money through stock sales, through convertible bond sales, around $10 billion in the last three, four, five years since it went public. And so Musk has realized that he can use that to buy up the solar power business now too. Solar is in a bit of a slump. His own company, Solar City, has been hammered. And so he's realized that he can use his own very low cost of capital to actually try and dominate solar power. It's a real opportunistic gamble in that sense. And if he can persuade Wall Street to stay with him and actually give him the benefit of the doubt, he could be in a strong position. But actually, right now, Wall Street isn't giving him that benefit. And why is that? I mean, are there also concerns around governance? Is it simply that they're worried about the sector? What are the big concerns they're raising? From the outside, there are really two big problems with this. One, as you say, is governance. I mean, the optics, as it's known, are really bad around this deal. Musk owns around 20% or so of both companies. He's the chief executive of Tesla and the chairman of Solar City. And Solar City is struggling. And so from the outside, this looks like a bailout of one of his own companies. He's using one company to bail out the other. Of course, he owns much more of Tesla than he does of Solar City in terms of value. So actually, the sense of bailout doesn't really hold, I think, because he's giving up a lot in his Tesla stock to bail out something which is worth a lot less to him. Nonetheless, the image is going to stick. He's tried to resolve that by standing back and saying, I'm not going to get involved in board votes to approve this deal. I'm not going to vote my own shares in any shareholder votes to make it happen. But that's really not done enough to persuade Wall Street. Um, The other thing is just the pragmatic question of whether he can run something as difficult as this. I mean, it's a conglomerate. Conglomerates are always hard. But this one would be particularly hard because he'd be trying to build not just one new industry, which is electric cars. He'd be trying to build another one, which is alternative energy. And he'd have to try and make it all work together, stitch together all these products. So he's really biting off a lot. So, Ed, tell us what this deal, what implications does it have for the broader solar energy sector? 
Well, I think you could say the solar energy sector at the moment is a bit of a paradox in that solar power is growing very fast. I think it's the world's fastest growing source of energy. And it's opening up lots of new markets around the world. And the policy frameworks that support it are all in a very favourable position. And in particular in the US, there was a big boost back end of last year in the budget deal that renewed the uh, solar industry's investment tax credit for another five years. And so really, everything ought to be going right for them. And yet, for solar companies, things have been pretty difficult. And if you think, of course, notoriously about Sun Edison, which was the world's largest pure play renewable energy project developer, that went into Chapter 11 administration bankruptcy protection back in April. And then we also had Apengoa, which is a Spanish renewable energy group, which does a lot of solar power, among other things. And that's also in deep financial trouble. And then now we have Solar City, where I think you could certainly say one interpretation of the talks with Tesla and the, and the possible acquisition by Tesla is that Solar City is in a certain amount of financial trouble itself, or certainly it's under financial strain, and it's looking for the safety and protection of a larger parent in the shape of Tesla. And that's really why Elon Musk is interested in this deal. How plausible is it that this could be a way of making Solar City a more sustainable and more profitable business? Well, I certainly think it's possible. I mean, the important thing to know about SolarCity is it runs at a big cash outflow at the moment. The cash outflow, I think, was about $2.5 billion last year. And what they do is they have these solar leases, which are a big part of the business model, where they arrange financing against solar systems installed on people's homes. They kind of bundle those up and securitize them and then sell them on to investors. And that is a pretty successful business model, and it's made them the largest residential solar installer in the U.S., However, it does mean that they're dependent on the capital markets and they have to keep the, the confidence of the capital markets going in order to attract those continued inflows of capital. And there have been some signs and indications that perhaps uh, SolarCity's capital raising has got more difficult recently. And certainly we've heard reports that that's been true for the solar industry as a whole. And so having that protection and, and shelter of Tesla in order to provide SolarCity with capital could be very, very useful to the business. That said, I still think there's a good chance this deal won't go ahead for some of the reasons that we've been talking about in terms of potential shareholder resistance and people wondering whether it's really such a great deal for Tesla. And I think you could say, if you look at SolarCity, maybe there are other companies that would be better parents for it. And if you think about perhaps someone in the, in the utilities industry, someone who's already got a big position and a lot of experience in supplying power might well be interested in taking a stake or in buying solar city in order to extend their residential solar power business and to, to move into being market leader in that business very quickly or even you could imagine companies that have some kind of background in home service in having a fleet of trucks going door to door doing installations in people's homes all the things that are the bread and butter of solar city's business certainly having Solar City as part of a larger group makes a lot of sense. Whether Tesla is really the right parent for it, though, I'm perhaps not so sure. So, Richard, pitch it forward. What should we expect next from Musk in this battle? And what do analysts think might be the next question or challenge he's going to come across? Well, so I don't think he's going to give up on the Solar City proposal easily. Wall Street's voted against this already in the sense that the value of Tesla stock has fallen more than the total value of Solar City. So Wall Street's saying we really don't like this. Knowing Musk, I don't think he's going to walk away. I think he's going to try and make the argument more strongly. He's going to try and make the point that if you combine solar panels and electricity storage, which is another business he's in, then you can create better products. The technologies fit together better. 
You can make it all seamless. You can sell it as one joint package to consumers and you end up with the whole being worth much more than the parts. If it doesn't work, I think you know we'll go back to plan A and the Model 3, Tesla is building up to try and launch its first mass market car. You know That in itself is a huge challenge. It's going to dominate Wall Street's attention for the next nearly two years before it appears now. And that is still going to be front and center, the story of Tesla. Richard Waters in San Francisco, Ed Crooks in New York, thanks very much. Here at Bellingcat, we get to the bottom of things. From a global crisis to an underreported event, we find the facts using publicly available tools and resources, uncovering what is hidden on and below the surface. We connect the dots using social media posts, satellite images, and public records, and empower others to do the same by sharing how we do it. The ability to do so is only made possible by our readers, supporters, and community members. Care to join us? Learn how at bellingcat.com.